Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 163 of Bat Flips and Maple Dips. It's Patrick here in Halifax, Nova Scotia, hanging out on this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, he's Justin Anderson out in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Justin, how was your week? Week's good, man. Yeah, sun's barely coming up here. Good old winter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Freezing. It's nine thirty, and the sun is barely up. Yeah, this is welcome to winter in Western Canada. But uh, yeah, no, week was good. Uh, busy working, watching lots of hockey lately. Leafs been playing really well, so I've been trying to watch lots of that. They're getting uh, ready to disappoint you, my friend. Ready to disappoint me to once building again. Building it all up so they can just poop right on you. At the... It happens every year. Yeah, don't worry. I know what's coming. I've prepared myself for this. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've been doing lots of lots of sports watching, um, lots mm-hmm. of Twitter rumor watching for baseball signings. So yeah, that's basically been the week. Um, yeah, <laughs> how, how, what about you? How was your week? Good. Lots of we're working lots of overtime. I'm grinding my way into the new year. Um, thought I was done with overtime. They pulled me back in. Uh, <laughs> a, no, I, I'm gratefully accepting it. Uh, I just feel like getting some extra extra dough to finish the year. Nice. Never Got most a bad of my thing. Christmas shopping done. I have not. Which is also nice. Well, you better get on that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a good week. I've been gaming a lot. I just finished Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. Uh, didn't do the DLC. I didn't buy it. Um, I just did the main game. Uh, I think I logged 50 hours total, and I didn't do everything. I'll come back to it someday. Uh, great game, though. Probably my favorite PS4 game of the last five years. Easily. Probably okay. my favorite game of the last five years. Yeah, it was a masterpiece. Really well done. Very unique. Very interesting. Uh, just fantastic. And then I started uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. And okay. Uh, I, I bought Mario Party Superstars for the Switch. Yep. And uh, it's fantastic. It's got all the old games in it and all that stuff. Uh, They're all remastered and all that. So, like, it's just basically like a new game. Uh, I haven't played it too much because, like, I try to play it with uh, my sister and uh, and Sarah. So we're doing that. And that's a lot of fun. It's a fun little, like, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, play a bunch of mini games, yell and scream and laugh at each other. (laughs) It's just, it's terrific. It's right up there with Mario Kart as far as a staple for uh, for having people over. Yeah, for sure. Uh, got a couple of Switch accessories in the mail, so I'm just, you know, got a couple better controllers, stuff like that, make it a little bit, you know, more easier to play. So that's all good. Um, yeah, let's talk, before we get into the baseball part of it, because we are a baseball podcast, and if you do like baseball podcasts, you can follow us on Twitter at BFMD Podcast. We have a website, bfndpodcast.com. You can also check us out on all the local haunts for podcasts Anchor, <laughs> Apple, Spotify, Google Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn, and a whole bunch more. Shout out to all of our fans in Vancouver, British Columbia, nice. home of the Vancouver Canadians. And they'll actually be able to play there next season. This yeah, season. and uh, you know, hopefully everybody's doing all right in BC with the floods and all of that. Yeah, stay safe, folks. Um, let's talk CFL before we get into 
baseball. There's two games. The playoffs, playoffs start today. Playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. Uh, it's the Alouettes and the Tiger Cats going at 2 o'clock my time, which is noon your time. Indeed. And then a few hours later, you've got the Stampeders visiting Saskatchewan. Well, I guess Regina. Uh, home of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Let's go. Uh, are you going to that game or are no, you watching? I wish it I, I wish I was. Um, okay. Yeah, if if Taryn was not working today, we probably would have went down. But she's working, and yeah, I could have got I could still get tickets in theory. So if I decide in the next like three hours that I want to go, I could do it. But um, I don't think I will. I've got I've got other stuff to do today. I'll watch in yeah. the comfort of my home. Uh, one of my good exactly. friends plays for the Tiger Cats as well, so I'll be watching that game. There you go. Um, on the Who do you know on the Tiger? His name's Dylan Wynn. He's a defensive lineman. Nice. I'll be yeah, cheering for the Ticats then. <laughs> I'll be cheering for the Ticats then as well, even though I do have an affinity for the Alouettes uh, because of the Anthony Calvillo era. I will cheer for your Tiger Cats, uh, Ombre, and uh, of yeah, course <laughs> I will be cheering for the Rough Riders to beat the Stamps. That'll get us into the division finals. Meanwhile, the uh, the Argonauts and the Bombers are waiting for the winners. That'll be next Sunday. The division finals and then the gray cup of course sunday december 12th get ready who's the halftime performance for the gray cup do we know it's our kells gray cup 2021 you're just ignoring me it's our kells <laughs> show uh it is the arkell oh. okay wow what a surprise okay so that's cool i like the arkells yeah they're cool. fun Nice. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. good to have good Canadian act. Do you play. remember when Shania motherfucking Twain, who could who could do the fucking Super Bowl halftime show, no she wanted? Yeah. Uh, man, that was just an absolute bomber uh, of a uh, halftime show. Uh, that was a few years ago. Uh, she just blew the roof off the yeah. house. She came out on. She's the done it more side. than once, hasn't, hasn't she? <laughs> Uh, probably. I think she did it way back in like the like the nineties as well too. I can't recall, but that's right. She did. Um, she did twenty. It was twenty seventeen. She blew the fucking roof off the place. Uh, and then they had Alessia Cara in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Her cover of Enter Sandman is really really good. You should yeah. check it out. Yeah, she's great. Uh, and then Keith Urban was uh two years ago. And the Arkells are this year. Man, the list of fucking... Like, the 100th Grey Cup, they had the Beebs, Carly Rae Jepsen, Mariana Trench, and Gordon Lightfoot. That's elite. Yeah. Nickelback has done it. Bachman and Turner has done it. Blue Rodeo's done it. Follow Boy has done it. This just... Man. The, the Grey Cup halftime show is underrated. Yeah, it is. They always get some pretty decent folks there. Um Nelly Furtado did it years ago. She did Forza, Promiscuous, and Maneater. I remember that. That was. I can't dope. wait for next year because Regina is getting the Grey Cup because we were supposed to have it 2020. Dude. But of course, no, no season. So that makes me. If they, if if the riders do make it to the Grey Cup next year, I I will go. I'm thinking I'm going to be there regardless. Because I will go. I will it'll go. Be a party. Okay. So CFL, all right, we've done CFL. Let's move on. Let's talk about baseball. Justin, yeah. there's lots of news, and we're going to have a little fun at the end uh, of our show today. Uh, we're just Spoilers. calling your segment, What Would You Do 
where we pick three free agents and we don't have an unlimited budget and yet we can't pick Robbie Ray. Uh, otherwise, we're just going to have a list of all people we want back anyway. <laughs> so I went and dug deep into the uh, reserves to pick out some, some free agents. Justin's picked out three, yep. so we'll have fun with that. But, uh, Justin, let's talk about the big news. Sure. Yeah. So... Uh, Blue Jay flew the coop. So yeah, tell us about it. And went and signed with another bird team. I'm not sure if he just got confused, but Steven Metz uh, took the Cardinals four year, $44 million contract offer. So it's a four year deal, $11 million per season. He has a chance to earn up to $4 million in incentives and bonuses as well, too. Uh, speculation on this is that no other team was willing to go more than three years. So Steven Metz being smart and his agent being a shrewd business person uh, decided to take the longer term and the more guaranteed money and i for one do not blame him i would take 44 million dollars if it was if it was offered to me any day of the week um but yeah that's a good deal for steven matz we'll see if he can keep the momentum that he built working with the blue jays the last season uh, and carried over to St. Louis. And St. Louis has always been a good pitching team, and it's a really good pitcher's ballpark, especially for lefties. Um, so I feel like he's gonna he's gonna do well there, and wish him all the best. We won't have to. We might never. We never might never see Stephen Matz again. But uh, happy trails. Yeah, nothing but good things to say about him. He yeah. was uh, he was great for his year. Uh, when we do have. Uh, Chris Henderson on. I will make sure <laughs> shove this. In you, bring, his... you bring this up every time. And I know. I can't Twitter wait you. to have yeah. him back on the show. I can't um, fucking wait. Um, <laughs> but no, in all in all seriousness, uh, Steve Matt deserve to get paid. <laughs> we said many many times three thirty three. I figured that would have gotten it done with the Jays, but he went with the extra year. Uh, yep. Forty four million guaranteed. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is everything that, that any pitcher in his circumstance would want. Um, good for him. It sucks. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're not going to pretend that, uh, we didn't want him back. It would have been great to have him back. 333 should have gotten it done. It didn't. Uh, he got the extra, excuse me, the extra year from St. Louis. Good for him. Good for him. They got to I mean, the St. Louis was was going to win a bidding war for somebody at some point because they do have a lot of roster overhaul uh, needing to happen. They were able to go on that crazy win streak, but uh, some of their old reliables uh, were not so great last year on the bump. Yeah. Um, so they, this is a great signing for them. Uh, sucks for us, but it's not, you know, it's not it's Not the end of the he world. No matter what, if Steve we had signed Steve Metz, no matter what, he would have been the number five pitcher. No matter what. Yep, for sure. Um, uh, whether we sign Robbie Rare now. Yeah, getting into some latest rumors and signings. The Blue Jays did come to an agreement with, uh, is it pronounced Yimmy Garcia? Yimmy? Yimmy Garcia? Yimmy? I'm not sure. I didn't look that up, and I feel bad now. Uh, Should I look it up now? I'll look yeah, it up. go for it. Uh, Carlos Barrega. Bayerga. Bayerga broke it. He's a three-time yeah, all-star, apparently. Yimi. Yimi Garcia. Gotcha. Good good stuff. Okay, Yimi Garcia and the Blue Jays in agreement on a two-year uh, deal. The total amount is $9 million. It's going to pay him $4 million in 2022 and $5 million in 2023. They have a $1 million signing bonus to make it $10 million total. There is a vesting slash club option for 2024, Patrick. 
yeah. it'll vest at six million dollars if Garcia uh, pitches either 110 total innings pitched or 110 total games across the first two years of the deal. So you'd have to pitch in 55 games each year, which is doable for a relief pitcher, or 110 total innings, also doable. Um, or uh, he also gets uh, another another option, uh, $5 million club option. So he can get $6 million if he makes those requirements, or the club can elect for it to be $5 million. So interesting there. He also has some bonuses if he pitches 50, 50 innings, 55 innings, or 60 innings. Uh, it's a total bonus structure available of uh, 60 innings pitched or 60 games played in either year. Uh, so you can make 500K max bonuses each season. Um, ben Nicholson Smith, who just forgot that breakdown for us, also tweeted out that uh, he heard that Garcia had multi-year offers for another team that would have paid him more, but he preferred to sign with the Blue Jays, believing that they can win. He also he cited that with their offense and the team they have in place, they could win it this year, and I want to be there to help them do that. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. That's neat. I like what yeah, we're starting to get like that. that contender discount from people. Yes, sir. That's so. never a bad thing. Yep, it's terrific. Let's get into the actual statistical performance, though. Yeah, so Garcia pitched uh, 57 and two thirds innings this season. Um, he had a 298 uh, skill independent ERA with as an Astro, so definitely seems like he had some bad luck. Uh, the Marlins were his initial team this season, and then he got traded to Houston at the deadline. Um, on the whole, he had a 4.21 ERA um, over over those innings, 25.3% strikeout rate, and good for Patrick Marsh, a low walk rate of 7.6. Both better than league average. He did allow yep. quite a bit of hard contact, but he has one of the baseball's very best fastball spin rates, which is a big thing right now, obviously. And yep. his home run rate was manageable, 14.5%, which is lower than the uh, league average there. Um, oh, interesting. Solid league average must have gone up the last few years. It's, I never real, it's, it's well over 15% now. Um, oh, I didn't realize that. That's still yeah. good, though. Like, I mean, yeah. his home runs per nine are, is two, which is, indeed. you know, it looks worse than what it is, especially if you're a relief pitcher. Yeah. Or no, sorry, that was when he was with Houston. Overall for last year is 1.25. Yeah, career numbers, Patrick. Uh, 232 in the third innings, 360 ERA. <laughs> Had some injuries during the 2016 to 18 stretch, including Tommy John surgery. Uh, a bicep issue, knee problems. So he had some in injury issues a few years ago, but it seems like he has rebounded. Um, yeah, two years for him. It's a nice, nice little deal for Garcia. Uh, and, and I think that it's a, it's a nice little nice little move for the Blue Jays. He's 31 years old. He has closing experience. He did have 15 saves this past season over his two, two teams. This is his first year really getting a lot of save opportunities. So somebody who can pitch in the, uh, the late inning, um, seventh or eighth innings with Tim Meza and Adam Simber and Trevor Richards. So some good high leverage relief for the Blue Jays. Yep, I like him. Uh, I like that he comes to the table with a uh, an eclectic repertoire of pitches. There's some $5 words for you. Um, he's mostly a fastball and slider guy, but he does have a cutter yep. that he throws uh, a not insignificant amount of time. And then, of course, he does have a uh, 
change up. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what, uh, what SI is an initial for. What is that? Sinker. Ha! Got it. Yeah. Uh, all on my own. Okay, yeah. So he's got the fastball, he's got the slider, uh, and then he'll mix up the cutter, slider, change. I like that. I like a guy yeah. that can throw more than three pitches mm-hmm. um, as long as they're good. Um, and what impresses me about him is that he is uh, a ground ball pitcher by definition uh as a majority uh of contact is on the ground yeah for him uh i i'm interested to see where he'll slot as far as leverage goes um he had a fantastic 2020 season although it was very short due to the pandemic yeah he was great with the marlins that year yeah but um he's got he's got a lot to be excited about um, you know, a little bit of work with our pitching staff. I think we could see him being a really, really frustrating seventh inning guy. And we need more of those. Like we need to have a, a yeah. few because we can't just burn, uh, Tim Mays every friggin' game. We got to have some variety and variety is the spice of life. as they say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, his fastball velocity was up this past year. Hey, like career average is about 94 and a half and he was at 96.1 from the four seamers so he found some extra velo this season yeah it it has good movement yeah uh, well you mentioned spin. The spin rate yeah. yeah so this is kind of cool uh i'm excited uh it's another pen arm our pen is just about done it really depends on what they're doing with nate pearson yeah do you want to run point. us down run down the list of the pen do you still have that yeah, I can pull it back up. I got the active roster here. Uh, okay. Basically, the the pitchers that we have on the forty man, um, who have MLB experience, we've got Ryan Barucki, mm-hmm. Anthony Castro, Adam Simber, Tom Hatch, Anthony Kay, uh, Tim Meza, Merriweather, Pearson, Richards, Romano, Sacedo, uh, Sneed, Stripling, and Thornton. Those are guys who will pitch in relief. I didn't include starting pitchers. Um, yeah. Anthony K could technically be a starter and so could Tom Hatch, but we'll see what they do with those guys. But it's a pretty deep list of of players. Um, the the Garcia hasn't been added to the 40-man yet, so the deal must not be fully finalized. He's probably still pending the physical, but uh, yeah, um, he will be added and there's, there's still some room on that yeah. roster, so he'll have a slot there. But it's a, it's a pretty good group. I mean, they, they finished the season very strong from the, from the bullpen perspective. Especially the core guys of Romano, Meza, um, and and Richards and Simber; those were kind of like the big four at the end of the year. But it's nice to add in Garcia, who has that high leverage experience as well, too. So pretty good, pretty good, shrewd deal by the front office, if you ask me. It's what they're known for. That's what they do. This is, you know, it's beyond a habit at this point. If you don't, if you're not dialed into what they're doing, they they do this with so many different yeah. players. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, uh, Brad Hand, not ideal. Tyler Chatwood, not ideal. But the number of successes they've had is is 10 yeah. to 1. For sure. Uh, shout out to, to Tim Meza. Uh, let's talk. I, see, I don't know if I should be excited about this other rumor that's going around. Or, <laughs> or yeah. I don't know how to feel. So tell me how to feel. For sure. Our, our, our friend JP John Morosi. Uh, from ESP, or from MLB Network, sorry, uh, 
his sources are telling him that Blue Jays and Kevin Gosman have discussed a multi-year contract in recent days. Other clubs remain involved. Gosman has not yet decided where he will sign, but the rumors say that they believe he will sign soon. Uh, it is believed to some of the rumors said that the Jays may be offering a five-year deal, which is quote unquote increasingly likely according to Morosi. Um, MLB trader is projected a six-year, one hundred thirty-eight million dollar deal for Gosman, which six years for a pitcher, especially a thirty-one-year-old pitcher, is uh, that's a lot. That's that's a risky business. Um, the club, like Toronto's, looked at Gosman the past couple of off seasons, of course. So it's cu- yeah. it'd be curious to see if, if that interest finally uh, comes to comes to, I guess happen fruition um, fruition that's the what word you're looking, looking for. for yeah i believe gosman made his debut as an oriole in toronto as mlb debut which is kind of a fun fact i think i saw that somewhere mm-hmm. correct me somebody can correct me if i'm wrong on, on twitter afterwards but uh yeah it's, it'd be interesting to see obviously gosman and, and robbie ray are kind of the two big names left in the free agent market who are in their early 30s not their late 30s like max scherzer uh or zach granke and uh, among others but uh, it's curious. It'll be curious to see if if he does sign uh, soon, because I know the, obviously we're, we've got the CBA uh, running out in like three days, so there could be a lockdown or a lockout, lockdown. I'm so COVID, yeah, scarred. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it could be a lockout soon, and there'll be no no signings during that frame. So it's going to be really busy the next few days, Patrick. Are we going to have a crazy busy period right after that? CBA gets ratified so we'll see do you think do you think that this deeper negotiation with Kevin Gossman is indicative of a lack of progression with discussions with Robbie Ray no I I don't I don't think that anybody can can say that um those I think every team who's looking for starting pitching is talking to both these guys I yeah. don't think the Blue Jays have moved on from Robbie Ray, and t- until he signs an in ink with somebody else, that door is always open. But I don't know. I feel like it's. Uh, I feel like Gosman's. The, the rumors are definitely trying to make it seem like a, a signing is imminent. So, we'll see. Um, oh, breaking breaking news, Patrick! Free agent right-handed pitcher Corey Kluber has signed with the Tampa Bay Rays on a one-year yep. deal. That slid across my desk right at the beginning of the show, and I was just waiting for uh, yeah. waiting for the right time to drop that in. But for I'm glad sure. you did. <laughs> at Ken underscore Rosenthal, that's yeah. great. Let's go back to Kevin Gossman right quick for a second, though. He's yeah. kind of a right-handed Robbie Ray. Uh, big, uh, big uh, slider, fastball. He does throw sl- or fast or sorry. Words, uh, words are hard. He's he's a fastball pitcher. Uh, he does throw slider sometimes, but it's 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 either yeah. Him and Robbie uh, Ray are pretty uh, comparable in terms of like their pitch mix. Yeah, the difference though is that he uh, Gossman doesn't really throw the. the N- no, he's got he's, he throws that splitter a lot. Yeah, so better. he'll he, he he has the split. Uh, he does throw a slider, although six percent of the time is enough to say he doesn't really throw it very often. Um, maybe if he's fucking around out there. Um, but <laughs> he is basically a right-handed Robbie Ray, about the same age. Uh, statistical performance last season was very very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, great K rate, 
Uh, not quite his career high, but pretty friggin' close. Yep. Over a full year, 192 innings pitched. I I would do five. I would not do six. No, six is a lot. He'll be 31 when the year starts. Yeah, uh, six is a lot. Um, I'm with you 100% there, buddy. Yep. Makes me uncomfortable in the butt, but uh, you know what? <laughs> We, you know, the the Jays are going to try to outbid, and if that means having to do these extra little options and then eventually do a buyout at some point, um, who knows? And then, of course, uh, you know, the door is still open for Robbie Ray. I'm not saying we could get both, but if that did happen, I would say a trade would have to be imminent as far as right. Uh, somebody in the rotation because you can't have uh ray gossman barrios manoa ray and stripling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know how that works and then you've got nate pearson who may or may not be gearing up to come back to the starting role yeah uh and you can't really rule out thomas hatch necessarily so yeah we'll have to wait and see um i'm surprised there haven't been more signings because with the deadline for the lockout you know that's imminent it's looming uh and it's scurry i don't know i don't know man um if you had to pick one or the other who would you pick between ray and gosman yeah i don't know i I think i'd stick with ray uh I'm a big believer. It's like the devil, the devil, you know, versus the one you don't. Right. So um, I am more confident that Robbie Ray won't regress to the mean as opposed to Kevin Gossman, which makes me nervous because we haven't seen a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, Just, yeah, just the fun fact that I mentioned. So Gossman did debut against the Blue Jays back in 2013 at Rogers Center. He went, uh, so what was this line that day? Five innings. The Baltimore Oriole. Yep, five innings, seven hits, four earned runs, a couple of walks, and five strikeouts in his debut. The home run he gave up was a two-run shot to J.P. Aaron Sebia. Holy fact. shit. <laughs> yep. That is a throwback. The Blue Jays lineup that day was Melky Cabrera, Jose Bautista, Encarnacion, Adam Lind at DH, Aaron Sebia, Cement Head Brett Laurie. Colby Rasmus, Emilio Bonifacio, and Mudanori Kawasaki. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, the Blue Jays won that game 12-6. to 6. They scored all 12 of their runs between the 4th and the 8th innings. So Melky was around for a minute. He was, yeah. He was, uh, at the time of that game, he was hitting 281 that season. So Yeah, he had a few good years in a row with, yeah. uh, with Toronto, and then he got paid, and I don't know what he's doing now, but uh, I don't know. he's spending all that money somewhere, so. Yeah, he is currently. Blue Jays legend. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, his last appearance was in 2019 with the Pittsburgh Pirate. Uh, um, where careers go to die. He was still hitting. He was still hitting 280. I'm sure he was. Yeah, he's a good hitter. Uh, but of course now he's 37, so he's yeah, probably he's, he's done. Uh, anyway, sure. we're gonna get into our uh, last little piece before we do our fun segment. We want to mention Wander Franco. Uh, he signed a deal with the Tampa Bay Rays. Patrick Marsh. Yeah, uh, it's an 11 year deal. And Wander Franco, for those of you at home, he is not quite 21 years old. He's still about 100 days shy of his 21st birthday, and he just signed an 11 year contract. 
that will pay him mm-hmm. through his age 32 season $182 million. That includes a $5 million signing bonus, average annual salary of $16.5 million. Um, Wander Franco was only going to make a million dollars this year because he's still on that entry-level deal. So this this contract kind of avoids his arbitration years, basically. But the big money doesn't start kicking in until 2026 when he'll be making $15 million per season before moving up into the 20s. Um, it's a lot of money for a 20-year-old player. I think it's a, it's a really good deal for the Tampa Bay Future Expo franchise. Um, and it's going to be nice to see Wander Franco wear an Expos uniform one day. <laughs> hey oh. Take that, Tampa. Um, yeah, there were some jokes about that on Twitter. Yeah, there were I made, I made one of them. Yeah, you did. You did. You make it a great signing for Montreal reference. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> props That's to you mean. on that. No, it's uh, <laughs> mean. That's not mean. It's, it's the way the way the fucking way she goes. Um, the way she goes. Yeah, this is a great signing for great Tampa. Signing. Uh, I hope that it sets a precedent that some of these younger players get paid so that way we can lock up uh Bo Bichette and also Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Yeah, Vladdy Jr. I'd like to see those two boys get get their get their money. Get their money. It makes worth. me nervous every year that goes on that we don't. Uh, it makes me nervous that they're gone. No, this means we have to pay them more. <laughs> I know. I don't like this. I just fucking pay them already. Yeah. Stop wasting time. Yeah. Um, give them both uh twelve year, two hundred and fifty million dollar contracts and call. Yeah, them. there you go. You're done. Yeah. Uh, any other free agent news uh, sweep across your desk there? You Not that I've seen that I need, that we we need, that we need to highlight. Let's uh, let's get into our fun little segment. Uh, as, uh, Patrick Marsh is uh, calling it, would you rather? Oh, last thing. John Heyman says that Max Scherzer is expected to make a decision. I was just about to yeah. get to that. Dodgers, too. Giants, Angels, and Mets among the teams. And that's going to be hopefully making that decision before the December 1st lockout. So. It could be some, I... There's gonna be a flurry in the next couple of days here, buddy. We're gonna have uh Yeah. We might actually have to do another episode in the middle of the week, yeah, depending it on happen. what happens. But uh, um yeah. I will fun. say I like our seventy five percent chance of Max Scherzer staying in the NL. I would prefer that. Yeah, he's going to. Yeah, he will. Um yeah, let's let's have fun. Let's yeah, do this. let's let's do this. So, would you rather, Patrick Marsh, uh, or what would you do? I guess we haven't done a would you rather in a while. It's been a while since we've done one of those. Uh, but yeah, what would you do, Patrick? Who is one of the free agents that mm. you would like to sign? We'll just kind of alternate here and see what, what we think. Yeah, so like I, I kind of, I wanted to, I wouldn't say bargain hunts, but I went for guys that I mean, obviously, yeah, let's sign Max Scherzer and. Clayton Kershaw and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, I don't, we're, it's not realistic. Uh, also, I, Robbie Ray is not on this list, uh, but I'll preface this by saying Robbie Ray is the, my number one pick to sign as a free yeah. agent, period. Uh, it's just not a foot and exercise if two-thirds of the list are <laughs> the same two guys. Or former players, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's that's you. boring. So yeah. I went with uh, a couple of interesting, somewhat reclamation uh, choices and then obviously a standard issue. Uh, so I'll start with number one on my list. I am very interested in signing Yusei Kikuchi. Mm. You'll remember him from his performances on the bump for the Mariners uh, against the Blue Jays. Uh, he did run out of gas during the 2021 season, but for yep. the first half of the year, he was just phenomenal. Agreed. He's got great K upside, and he is 
I guess by definition, a ground ball pitcher. I think anybody who has over 40% ground balls got to be a ground ball pitcher. Right? Yeah. Um, he could thrive behind a good defense. Uh, I'm not saying we are a good defense, but we'll certainly continue to get better. Um, how many gold gloves do we have? Marcus Samin had gold glove. Yep, that was it. That was our only gold glove. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so he does serve up a lot of home runs. He had a 20% home run fly ball last year. Um, but he would be a great number five, and I don't think he would cost that much. I think if we went three, uh, three eight for a total of 24 mil, that's reasonable. That's fine. We, I think that would get him. Um, is that a pay decrease? I forgot to look up these. <laughs> I have to look it up now. Yeah, look it up. Might talk. You, do that. you say Kikuchi contract. Uh. Oh no. So he, yeah, okay, so he opted out. Yeah, no, he's going to get paid more than $8 million. Uh, yeah. My apologies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he opted out of a deal where he would have gotten four more years with yeah. the Mariners at $13 million, 16 and a half, 16 and a half, 16 and a half. Why did he, what? It feels, like he's, feels like he can make more than that. Or, Patrick, he didn't want to play in Seattle. It's got to be that. Scott Boris is his agent. Yeah. He knows the Jays are going to pay. Uh, it was the club extension. The club extension yeah. was... Hmm. All right. Uh, I still am interested in Kikuchi. I think he has some interesting stuff. I think he could be molded into a player uh, who would be a great number five. He is a lefty. Uh, and I'm saying that if we don't sign Robbie Ray, this is a good consolation signing. Uh, he would pad the bottom of the rotation. Barrios would ascend A status. Our number two would be Alec Manoa. Uh, I guess our number three would be... Yep. Who would our number three be? Ryu. Ryu. And then our number four is... Manoa. No. Manoa is number two. Barrios... Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't think Manoa's number two. He's not ready for that yet. He's number four. Anyway, that's a topic. Yeah, for that's her. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's time for another time, but still, Kikuchi would you be want a to great Kikuchi. number five starter. Okay. I, I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, right. He's my number, my number two choice. He's kind of like your course. Steven Matz replacement. Well, let, me, let, me do, let me do one now. Uh, you, did, you did Kikuchi. Now it's my turn. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you go. Your turn. Your turn. I want to sign Chris Bryant, Patrick Marsh. That's my big one. I want Chris Bryant. The dude, the dude plays I a good third you base. Were say that. He also plays outfield a little bit too, so he's like a little bit of flexibility. Um, yeah. He had a nice year uh, with with the Cubs and then traded to the Giants, obviously. But he was worth three point six WAR, uh, one twenty three WRC plus, ten percent walk rate, twenty three percent K rate, both around his career norms. The power numbers rebounded a little bit. He was he had a really rough twenty twenty, but a lot of players did, as we know. Uh, overall slash was 265, 353, 481. Really good numbers there. 25 dingers, 86 runs scored, and 73 driven in. And played on a very good Giants team. He would fit in really nicely. Obviously, he's, he's, the only bad thing is he's a right-handed bat, which we have a lot of already. But he would, yeah, of he would fit right into this Blue Jay lineup. Um, 
would really if Marcus Samin doesn't come back, he would be a good step in not replacing his numbers, but minimizing the the damage lost by not resetting Samin. So I think if a lot of money the, though, yeah. But if the Blue Jays don't sign Marcus Samin, Chris Bryant's uh, just about thirty years old. He'll be thirty when this when spring training opens. So similar age to Marcus Samin uh, as a World Series champion, obviously with the Cubs and. Yeah, he's he's. I think he would be a, a very good signing. I, I like I like what he brings to the table a lot. Um, okay. Yeah, that's that's my. That's I have a question for you. Yep. All right. So we're we signed we signed Chris Bryant. Fantastic. Uh, ground ball to second base. Who is there? Kevin Biggio. Mm. Kevin Biggio is my starting second baseman. I don't care what anybody else says. I refuse to believe any anything otherwise. <laughs> All right, my number two pick, of course, is the return of the king, Marcus Samin. Baby, come back. <laughs> Any kind of fool could see there was something in everything about you. Some lyrics for you. Uh, I this is just It's just so doable. Uh, pay that man his money. Uh, that's a Teddy KGB quote from Rounders. What are you giving like. him for a contract? Mm. How, what's, what's the length of the term? How old is he? Old enough. 30, I believe. Let me, uh, let me pull it up for you. I'll pull it up. I'll give you his exact age down to the day, Patrick Marsh. Perfect. That's what I want. Uh, 31 years old, two months, 11 days. Just celebrated his 31st birthday two and a half months ago. Five years, $26 million, $130 million total. I think he looks for six or seven, but yeah, I think... Well, he can have five. Yeah, I think that's a fair uh, a fair value on the term. Um, we know what he did this year, obviously. Gold glove, home runs, most by a second baseman ever. Third place um, MVP. Third place MVP, silver slugger. Yeah, it was uh, the best that he could have done on a one-year $18 million contract. So good for him. Uh, really, really, obviously, you root for players to succeed, and this guy has succeeded at the absolute does best he, time. Does he want to win a World Series in his career, or does he want to earn a lot of money? I think he would like to win a World Series. I think that the goal of most players may be to do that at some point in their career. Maybe. I would think what I'm saying is he knows what's here. He knows what these, this team is capable of. Yeah. He blended into the team quite well. Yes, he's a little bit older than some of the young guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the some of the foolishness, uh, but he was still a hype man. Wore that jacket with pride. Um, the home run jacket, of course. Um, I don't yeah. know. Is twenty six million undercutting him? Does it have to be the full. I don't 30? think so. I don't think he needs to be the full thirty. Uh, he's not like that's that's George Springer money. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, uh, but then. The thing is, if you spend that much on Marcus Samin, what does that say to your Bobachets and your Vladdy Juniors? Because uh, at some point, we can't afford to have like six or seven players on the team that cost that much. Yeah, I don't know if that's feasible. So yeah, there and like there hasn't been a, a ton of news on on Samin either. Like the the Tigers have been pursuing him. Obviously, they've been looking at Baez and and Correa as well too. I, I think Samin's been the busy. Rangers are looking at him. He's been busy with other affairs. 
Uh, yeah, he's probably we, he's part of the the nego- like the player committee for the CBA negotiations, so he's probably been pretty focused on that, which is fair. He's probably letting his agent handle most of that shit. Um, but yeah, that, that I like the pick, Patrick. Obviously, we we know what he did. Um, anything else to say on Samin? No, I want right. him back. That way, when the ball goes to second base, I know it's a Gold Glove caliber defender. That's, That's what I want. Very fair. Um, um, I, I if if we don't sign him, I don't want him in this division. If he signs within this division, not with yeah, Toronto, I think uh, we're fucked. That's a very, 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 very fair uh, desire to not want him to be in the division. Obviously, we did not get rid of Corey Kluber because the Rays signed him. And he's annoying at times. Um, I would like to sign a relief pitcher. My next pick is Razel Iglesias, who really? pitched this year with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Okay. Um, and I believe that he's a really good candidate for some more back-end work. Another right-handed pitcher, which is unfortunate, but the lefty market is so thin. But Iglesias was a two-war pitcher out of, out of the bullpen, Patrick, and you're going to love this. He walks 1.54 batters per nine innings while striking out over 13. So uh, 34 saves for the Angels. So another another guy with back-end of the bullpen experience. Appeared in 65 games, 70 innings pitched. Uh, limited opponents. Uh, home runs were a little bit concerning, but obviously didn't give up a ton of runs anyway. Uh, 18.3% home run per fly ball. But ground balls just under 40%. Leaves 81% of runners on base. Yeah, the guy the guy was money for a, a pretty shitty Angels team, and he, he looked good against us the few times that he pitched against the Blue Jays this year. Um, I like I like the I like the move. I like him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The projected market value is about fifteen and a half million from Spot Track, just based on the numbers that he put up. He's, he's thirty and a half. Yeah, he's going to be thirty-two. Fifteen and a half million per year. Yeah. Fuck that! Come yeah. on, that's a, a lot he's of a, money. He's a, he's a large, a large signing. Uh, he's thirty. He's going to be thirty-two years old when the season starts. I would do like a three-year deal worth of like 40 million for him and try and, oh. under, and, and give him that and give him that money I, I, I would, that would undercut the 15 and a half by a little bit it would be like 13 million per year 13 God, three or that's something. a lot of money for a reliever hey Do man you remember the if you want problem if, yeah but this guy doesn't have that same issue he's coming off years of good of no injuries so he's uh he's pitched in 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 the last four full seasons so Discounting the 2020 year, he pitched in 22 games that year, which is a third of the games of the season uh, with the Reds. He pitched, he's pitched in a minimum of 63 games in every year since 2017. So 27, 18, 17, 18, 19, and 21, he pitched in at least 63 games, at least 70 innings pitched, or 67 yeah, good, innings pitched. So good, good consistency. Track record is there. And the yeah, numbers yeah. have been very similar. Like he's, His walks have come down in every season, and the strikeouts have gone up, so he's only gotten better. Um Big fastball, 96 average, so mm. 96 and a half ish. So would fit in right at the back of the bullpen. And I think that he would be like, if the Blue Jays want to win a lot of games, uh, they're going to need to have that that lockdown bullpen that they didn't have in May and June and July this year. And he'd be a guy who would immediately cement that bullpen as elite. So that's my number two. Uh, okay. Um,. My number three pick is uh, relief pitcher as well. 
Mm-hmm. Right-hander Archie Bradley, formerly of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now you're going with like reclamation projects. Cincinnati today. Reds and Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, I think we can get this guy for not a lot of money. He earned six million dollars last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, bit of an overpay, but um, I I like what he has. Uh, his K's are down from his earlier years and walks are up, which is not ideal. Yeah. Uh, but he just doesn't give up home runs. Uh, he's a very solid ground ball pitcher. Again, uh, we're assuming our defense is going to improve. I think if we re-sign Samin, Kikuchi, and Bradley are great acquisitions because we have that great infield. Uh, he is a bit of a reclamation project because he's had he's been up and down. Uh, with good years and followed by bad years. Although I don't know how much weight we could necessarily put on, uh, you know, how big a difference is it for, to go from 3.71 ERA to 3.52 or yeah. 3.64. He's been very consistent. His whip was way down in 2020. It's probably why he earned $6 million from the Phillies. Um, yeah, I... I I don't know. I, 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 there's something about him. I think he has the potential to repeat what he did in 2017. Uh, I like his stuff. Um, what do you know about Archie Bradley? What, what are you willing to contribute to this discussion? Not a, not a ton. I'm looking at the numbers here. He. So, so you're saying that he's gonna repeat his 2017? That's like four years ago. That's a lot of. That's a lot of. That's a lot of past. Uh, no, no, no. What I'm saying is like, I'd like to see him do that. I think oh, he has okay, okay. the potential. Uh, his K's were way down this year. Yeah. I think he comes in very cheap. I don't think we spend much more than $6 million. Yeah. And I would, I would do, at 29 he's probably looking for term rather than dollars. So maybe four years, $20 million total gets it done for him. Five per Gives year. Him, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see him... What are his What are his past contracts? Uh, so he had five million on entry, and then perpetually got paid pennies until he got one six year deal with the Phillies, and he was very serviceable. Okay. Um, okay. But the guy just doesn't concede home runs, and that's what I like about him. We need that in the AL East. Uh, yeah. We can deal with whatever else comes our way. Uh, career fit of three point seven three. Uh, you probably get him at yeah, like three eighteen or four twenty four. You're on that average six million a year. Yeah, maybe, I'd be okay. Four twenty four. I wouldn't balk at four twenty four. I, I but I think I, I think there's potential there to to maybe That's interesting. Uh, maybe pay him a little 29. bit less for more term. Yeah, um, he has issues. a fastball. He at fifty percent of the time he throws a fastball. But he has a very healthy mix of the, the sinker, the cutter, and the changeup. Yep. Seventh like overall that. draft pick in uh, 2011. Hey, that's out of high school. Out of call or uh, high school. Yeah, he was just a baby boy when he debuted, yeah. uh, and he has six years of service time already. That's true. Uh, I like his mix. His his pitching mix is great, uh, if, especially if his delivery uh, is strong. Uh, mm-hmm. The fastball and the changeup mix would be really frustrating. The sinker too kind of plays into that and then the cutter i don't i don't know i think cutter's overrated pitch but whatever if it's effective it's good if it's not then it goes over the the you know the wall um i i just like i you know i i like him as being a reclamation project and i I think we could get him for cheap 
uh, give him the term he's looking for in exchange, maybe he takes a bit of a discount. I kind of like that. I think I think there's potential there, and I think he has potential to be uh, a you know our big reclamation project for twenty twenty two. Sure. Uh, what's your last pick? My last pick. I'm kind of going not. I wouldn't say I'm not. I'm going kind of off the board here, but I'm I'm going to give James okay. Paxton a chance, Patrick Marsh. Big Maple. Yeah. Tell me about James he's, Paxton. He's still recovering from Tommy John surgery. Like they won't be ready for the beginning of the season. So this guy's yeah. like he had Tommy John's in April. So like he'd be kind of a guy who may come back in like June or July, at the earliest. But I'd like to give him like a. I'd give him a two-year deal, and I would like he made he would send a one-year eight and a half million with Seattle. I'd give him two years, fifteen million, and I'd probably make the first year worth five and the second year worth ten. Um, because he might only pitch like half a season this year, and it'd be a good opportunity that. for him. Like, hey, it's fifteen million bucks, but like, his career statistics are great, right? Like, so if, if you ever get, if you ever get James Paxton back to close to where he was, if you could get him for a season and a half at fifteen million bucks, you take it. I mean, career ERA. Uh, 346, XFIP 374, 17 and a half career war in 137 starts. So uh, when he's healthy, he's one of the best. We've seen no hit the Blue Jays in Toronto. Um, he strikes out more than 10 batters, 11-ish batters per nine innings. The walks are low. Like He could be everything that the team needs. Uh, is a lefty, but obviously, like I said, he won't be healthy at the beginning of the year. Well, maybe, well, maybe not not healthy, but not ready to pitch in baseball games yet. Um, he was throwing from 60 feet back in September, so you've got to think he's probably close to being back on a mound by now, but that's a long road back. But I, I just think it's a, it's a fun little deal. Um, it doesn't really help the team immediately, but it, it could be something that is a sneaky, like almost like a mid-season trade acquisition when he does come back. So, yeah. Yeah, obviously not an yeah, exactly <laughs> not an ideal twenty twenty for him. Not an ideal twenty twenty one either. Yeah, um, he's also thirty three. He's thirty three. A month so ago. He's, yeah, uh, so he is long in the tooth. Um, yeah, but he is a strikeout king. He's got the heavy fastball. He's worth got a flyer. In my opinion, he's a pitch guy. You know, be interesting. If we whiff on Gosman and if we whiff on Robbie Ray, uh, James Paxton is a nice little candidate to be sort of a, you know, we didn't get this guy, we didn't get this guy, but his stuff is very similar to Robbie Ray, except he's a righty. Or no, he's a lefty. Never mind. He's very much like Robbie Ray, except he's older and coming off of a terrible injury. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, all right, so out of the six guys we have profiled, uh, give me your most likely to happen, least likely to happen, uh, and the best pick that you didn't pick. Best pick that I didn't pick? Mm-hmm. Um, Max Scherzer. I really want Max Scherzer. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's like my my fantasy signing right now is Max Scherzer as a Toronto Blue Jay. It'd be, it'd be, be cool. really exciting. He's 37, but I mean, obviously he's like, he was a Cy Young finalist this year and showing no signs of stopping. So two. But once you get to that age, man, the yeah, decline it could happen. Could hap- it's dramatic. It could. And it's scary. But Max Scherzer's an animal. So um, he is an absolute animal. Yeah, Guaranteed Hall of, of Fame. Oh yeah. First ballot. Easy. Um, um, yes. 
don't even okay uh <laughs> what i i agree with the the scherzer as the best pick not on pick uh not on thing of the three that i picked what what one is most interesting to you i'll tell you mine first i really like the idea of james paxton i think that's like a 5d chess yeah thought approach to it um because i think our rotation even as is right this minute is enough to be i'm not saying it would tread water i would say that we would we would be good yeah um it wouldn't be as good as what it was at the end of the year last of year not, no but still very very good um so having big maple come home yeah oh, fuck yeah the marketing alone yeah, I don't. Great. I don't see why you don't do it. Um, um, that's my pick from your list. Yeah, off your list, I think I like Kikuchi. I'll stick with the Mariners connection there and the left-handed pitcher connection. Yep, I like that move. Uh, we saw him pitch well against us a couple of times. He's a good ground ball guy, which and in Rogers Center is is important as we all know. Um, Very important. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I like that pick. I think thirty-year-old uh, lefty. Give him three four years if he, if that's what he's willing to sign for. Um, 16 ish yeah. million per year is kind of what he's going to make with Seattle. So you give him the four year, $70 million contract. Maybe that does it. Um, be slightly less than the Ryu deal at 480. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like that. I like that pick. I, the, the Archie Bradley one, I don't know how crazy I'm about that, but I definitely like the Kikuchi on off your list. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see him. I think similarly to uh, some of the other pitchers we have on our roster, they the endurance factor came into play close to the end of the year. Some guys did run out of gas. Um, but, you know, there is a self-awareness. These guys are aware of the issue. So I'm excited to see uh, what happens there's a lot of free agents still on the table where in fact i'd say we we haven't even seen any of the big names come off the board yet really um i would say like i'm really excited about barrios being a cornerstone of this team for a long time and we got him at such a stupid good race i really don't understand it um but that's <laughs> yeah. why i'm not a general manager <laughs> and that's why ross atkins is do you have some final thoughts any Anything you want to throw out there and see what sticks to the board here while we uh, wrap up this episode? Nah, I just want to say like this next these next couple of days could be really fun uh, before the depression of a potential lockout hits. But it, it's gonna be a there's gonna be a flurry of signings. I think some big names are gonna come off the board here in the next like forty eight hours. So yeah. keep your eyes glued to the insider Morosi, Rosenthal's, the Heymans, the Jeff Passans. The I, yeah, watch for those passing bombs to be dropping like crazy the next couple of days yeah can you imagine we release this episode and then like literally 10 minutes later yeah. i'm gonna have to like edit this quickly and get it out so that it's not dated immediately but <laughs> yeah uh, i mean that's how intense of a time period we're in though yeah things are gonna happen really quick and when they do you will find the information you need at bfmd podcast and all the usual uh haunts for uh podcasts but uh justin uh we'll be back in a week no matter what but we yep. may be back sooner depending on what news drops yeah for sure uh, the the deadline what are we at six days left or something like that no we're it's, the, it's the 28th today and the cba expires on the first so there's oh, like literally shit, like two and a half days left two and a half uh, days left so we may be back on wednesday or thursday depending on what happens yeah with the free agent signing. and just that's, for some other nervous. upcoming things that we're that we're 
have on the schedule. Uh, we, we we still need to do our grading for the the offense and therefore the fielding uh, mm-hmm. grades for our for our lads for twenty twenty one. And we also need we're going to do a a large episode farm report recap of yeah. the entire season now that the Arizona Fall League is over. And congrats, the Blue Jays prospects were on the winning team, the Mesa Solar Sox. So. Uh, they won the Arizona Fall League. Graham Spraker was named reliever of the year for the AFL, so that's really fun. Uh, Gabe Mourinho obviously did really, did really well. Um, Spencer Horwitz did well as well, too. So some Blue Jays we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll do a full episode on a farm report that's been asked for on by the folks on Twitter, so we will gladly do that. But uh, that's going to be it for us today, Patrick. And we're going to go watch some CFL football playoffs today. Some NFLs on. Huge football Sunday. Uh, But for Patrick out in Halifax, Justin here in Saskatoon, we'll see you when we see you.